Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast. Lab. Gonna talk to my friends. Fancy gonna share a thought. Lab. Gonna have a laugh. That's Fancy what I thought. Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Podcast. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab Podcast. Yeah. And we are back. Oh, baby, 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 baby. Yes, we are back. Bubby, 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 bubby man. Bubby, bubby, baby, bubby man. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber bubby baby ducky bath time. Ducky? Tubby? You're not thinking ducky lassic, are you? Dude, I am thinking ducky lassic. You know, all day, all night, I'm thinking ducky lassic. If there's one thing that makes me think that we're back, mm-hmm. it's ducky lassic. Mm. One, one of the greatest, one of my fave, top five fave fouls. Oh, don't get me started on fouls. You know, uh, refs, mm-hmm. they're blowing fouls all day long. Dude, I've seen it. I've seen it in the, the in the fens. Yep. I go down there, see a few refs just blowing fouls. Just blowing fouls left and right. And the fouls are like, honk, honk. Mm-hmm. I'm a silly goose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honk, honk. Yep, exactly. Yep. Dainily do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, needless to say, it feels good to be back on the Fancy Life Podcast. That is needless to say. I don't even know why you would bring that up. Well, I just like to say what I feel. Well, that's good. You know, that's good that you're expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. NWA taught me to express myself. Hey, you know, Big, so I got to ask, because usually we have a guest that asks this, mm-hmm. when, 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 when can we see the video? Dude, I wish I had an answer for you. Soon. I really did. Soon. soon, soon for I mean, sure. Who knows? They may see the video by the time this is out. That's true. I mean, it's all sent away. Mm-hmm. I just haven't heard back. Right. So, which is a good sign that they haven't responded. Yeah, that means everything's good. Or it means they had the, a day off. I mean, and they haven't checked the video yet, and it's complete shit, and they're not going to put it up. But either way, it's good. Either way, it's good because you know, at the end of the day, if they don't put it up, mm-hmm. we'll put it up. Oh, man. I don't give a shit, dude. We'll it's put gonna it up. get fucking seen. We'll put it up so fucking hard. Exactly, it's gonna get fucking seen regardless. That's gonna get fucking seen, irregardless. Yeah, ha ha ha. Regardless and irregardless. So, what what have you been up to now that you're done with the video and you have all this free time all of a sudden? Hundred percent free time now. Nothing else you have to do because the video is done and you well, have no other responsibilities. I would say that I'm actually trying to run the company and make it a successful skate company, but... Mm-hmm. But you don't want to lie. I don't want to lie. Right. That's not true. I actually did take a day off yesterday, and I biked to my mom's house 15 miles. Yeah. You biked to your mom's yesterday? Yeah. In Norfolk. Wait, no, where she lived? Medfield. No, uh, okay, we'll bleep that out. We don't want anyone knowing about Casabella. Yeah. Because, oh my God, that place is fantastic. Well, that's where she lives in Medfield. She lives at Casabella? Of all the same hometown. Oh, okay. Because my parents in Wakefield live at Casabella. That's weird. Yeah. Let because that's see. not the same town that Casabella's in. No, but it is Bella's house. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Casabella, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Tom has a cat named Bella, and Casa means house, and it's Bella's house. There you go. So you do get it. I do get it now that you explained it. So you speak Italiano. Oh, shit. Speaking of Italian. Yeah, I also fucking speak 
clown shoes, which that was fucking clown shoes for me fucking cracking a fresh fucking beer in your face, bro. Dude, that's a clown shoes brand beer right there. It actually is a clown shoes brand beer. What do you mean actually? They always are. I know. 100% of the time. 100% of the time. What kind is that? This is actually the uh, Mango Colch. So that one is, so it's actually the clown shoes and it's actually the Mango Colch. A 12 ounce can of uh, Mango American Colch. God, I love the 12 ounces. Oh, they're so good. I mean, I love, I love, oh, let's get the sip. Let's hear the sip. Mm, mm. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You can just hear how fresh that beer is. Oh, God. That is so fucking good. Fucking delicious. So fucking good. That's fucking delicious. Yep. That's fantastic. I'm jealous. I wish I had a freshie to crack into, but I already cracked into my here uh little crispy crispel. Tall boy. Yeah, it's a tall boy, a little crispy crispel. Yeah. Gotta love him. I actually bought a four pack of the uh tall boy little crispy crispel while I was at my mom's. Really? And that's a true story. So she's selling clown shoes out of her place now. Yep. Nancy, you rap scallion. You son of a gun. Well, I'm glad I'm glad she's found something to to pass like any free time, you know, just selling clown shoes brand beer out of the old uh, APT. I agree. It's hard not to agree with that. Yeah. Hey, speaking of agreeing with things, mm-hmm. I've had a few people write in some advice for Big Zo. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm fucking serious. Dude, are we on the verge of a fucking segment right now? Dude, I think we might be. All right, cue the theme. All right, here we go. I'm a pimp. All right, so here we go. Here's our first uh, advice for Big Zo. Let's hear it. Big Zo, you've said that you're the preeminent authority on impossibles. You should film more impossibles. Much love, Edward T., Garden Grove, California. Okay, well, you know what, Edward? Maybe I should, but the thing about it is just something like that. It's just that, like, Impossibles are just, they're too easy for me. Right. I, that's what I was thinking. So I think that at the end of the day, it's like, I, li- I like a challenge. Right. And it's not so much doing the impossible. It's more just dictating whether or not that's an impossible. Right. That's not an impossible. Which, I mean, that's that's out there for the public to be able to see for themselves. It's yeah. all in the wrap. Exactly. Like I said, the more vertical, the more it is an impossible. The more it stays to your foot, the more it is an impossible. But, you know, like I was saying, for filming a trick, I like the process. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the process, and I want the trick to take me at least an hour. Oh, yeah. So if I'm going to go to the Prudential 17, I'm not going to try an impossible because because I know I'm going to do it first try. There's like five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. First five minutes is is just like having to stop because so many people are coming out of California Pizza Kitchen with their large, uh, it's like, you know, gluten-free barbecue chicken pizza with uncooked red onion on it. Not a bad pizza. Exactly. Not saying it's a bad za. So is did I mean, does that address his advice? I mean, I, I'm taking his advice. And right. I'm taking it with a grain of salt. So you're gonna try to film more impossibles. I mean, I'm gonna keep it in my mind and I may or may not try to film more impossibles. I mean you could just do an entire part of impossible. I could easily or just film a a, a trick tips. I could. And, you know, although the number one tip for that trick would be not to do a three shove and the number actually the number one trick for that the number one tip for Mm -hmm. that trick Mm -hmm. because i'm all about the tips oh i've heard is to learn pressure flips did you learn pressure flips before impossibles no but it would have helped it would have helped for sure that does make fucking sense 
because it's the same exact setup. Anyway, you got any more? Or is that the only one? No, that's all the advice we have for Big Zo. That's literally all the advice you had for Big Zo. I mean, I mean, I have plenty of advice for you, but I'm just trying to take like listener submissions now. You said some people have written in, so one person wrote it. No, no, other people have written in, but it's like, why waste it all on one segment? Okay. You know? Okay, fair enough. This isn't, you know, we can't just give out all the all the the the, the fucking juicy juicy deets right off the bat right you know gotta gotta save some of that well that's great to hear you know yeah but hey i do want to thank uh evan d for sending in that awesome advice for big zo theme oh that was evan d yeah it was evan d oh you know evan d oh you didn't tell me that was fucking evan d i wanted to keep it a surprise dude i'm all about the d i do i know and that's why i wanted to keep it a surprise because i wanted to see the full excitement oh yeah no no there it is there's the full excitement right there yeah, dude, yell exit Evan D. Yeah, yell exit Evan D. All up in this mug. And I just want to tell you, Tom, mm-hmm. now you haven't seen this yet, but because I was going to post it today, then I realized that you had to, you know, the whole process of posting it. I recorded a live version of Nancy Gives Her Two Cents on my phone. Oh, really? Which will be uploaded to the Patreon. Oh, wow. In real time. Oh, my goodness. And that's yeah. going to be exclusive for the Patreon viewers. That's going to be exclusive for the Patreon viewers. And only the ones with current active accounts, not the ones that have deleted accounts. No, and I got to say, now that I've been posting on the Patreon and we've been losing thousands of followers. I know. That's kind of weird how that happens, right? Yeah. I thought that the people were going to enjoy that I was posting on the Patreon, but now that we've been actively losing thousands of followers, I'm starting to think it's your fault. Oh, it's my fault. Yeah. You think it's my fault because it on one day you decided to post several clips to the Patreon, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we lost followers. Yep. Okay, so that does that checks out that it's my fault because it's the one time you decided to contribute to the Patreon, people started to leave. Oh yeah, as if like I don't do anything, you know, as if I'm just you know sitting around, mm-hmm. you know, sucking on my thumb. I mean. I tell you, when we're recording, I need it out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. You just can't. It's hard to head it out all those suckles. Mm-hmm. But hey, now that we're talking about the Patreon, I want to uh, give a yell exit out to Abe Mar, the rum ham man himself. No way. Yeah. I mean, he's not he's not a patron, but his uh, good friend Gumbo is. And, you know, I just wanted to throw that uh, little yell exit out there for him. There's a little special birthday present. I don't know when this episode's going to air, so I don't know if this is going to be past the birthday or mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So as I said, Abe, I hope this makes it in time for your birthday. And also, Abe Dubin, I'm not talking about you, bro. I know it's not your birthday. I'm talking Abe Mar here. And I'm talking Mar spelt like Johnny Mar. That's M-A-R-R. Mm-hmm. You know? Guitarist of Modest Mouse. Yeah, exactly. Guitarist of Talking Heads. Really? Yeah, nothing but flowers. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, that's why it has, like, the best guitar part. Damn. It's so good. Well, you learn something new every day. Absolutely. You know, speaking of learning something new every day, mm-hmm. you know, I was going back. I was reading some of uh, my old Big Brother skateboard magazines. Oh, really? Yeah. And you learned something new? Yeah, I learned something new. That's weird. So how you've had these for a long time, but you've just decided to learn from them. Right. 20 years in the in the making. 
Better late than never. Yeah. Because I never actually read them before, and I learned that it was a skateboard magazine. No shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I had them. That's weird. I had them. I didn't look at them. That's weird. Well, even if you look at them, it's like most of the skate photos are just kind of like there's like happens to be a skateboarder in there, you know? It's true. I got to say, I was floored. Are you okay? Eventually, I got some help, but for a while there, I was sitting on the floor for like a good hour saying, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. It's kind of like, help, I'm a turtle and I can't get up. Never heard that one. Oh, that's from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, I think. Is that Secret of the Ooze? You know what? It's in the opening scene. Don't worry about it. I was a big fan growing up, but I haven't seen those in probably 20 years. So I guess it's fair to say you've lost your way. I've lost my way for sure. Well, I mean, as long as you can admit that, that's perfect. Yeah. That's all we need. My mom just gave me a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, child sweatshirt Mm -hmm. that I will give out on the podcast. I will ship it to anyone on the podcast listening right now if they give me any reason to. Yeah. So if you have a child and... Let's actually, let's say first, this better be your child. You better not just have a child in your possession. I mean, actually, you know what? Either way, that's really none of our business. So if you want a child's size Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles attire, is it a sweater? Is it a t-shirt? Who knows? Maybe it's a onesie. It's a crew neck. Oh, it's a... That's weird. It's a crew neck. (laughs) For a child. Yeah, it's a crew neck for a child with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on it. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's strange. But hey, if you're interested in that, why don't you go ahead? And you know what? I'm just going to say just DM Fancy Lad Skate Co. I'm not even going to say the podcast. Not even the podcast. Just the Skate Co. All right. I mean, we could say the podcast. Which one would you rather say? Say the Skate Co. Cut out the middleman. Yeah, cut out the middleman. Big says the one with with the, the crew neck. Is that right? Yeah, with the crew neck. Um, for and you said it's for a baby, kid, small child. It's for a small child, but it's a crew neck. Yeah, that is so strange. And what, it says what, what like so, it says thinking? something like it's turtle time, or like it feels good to be a turtle. I don't know. It's got turtle in there. Mm-hmm. I, I, it better have a fucking turtle in it somewhere. Yeah, and I forget which which turtle it has. Let's say fucking Michelangelo. I just really I forget. I'm yeah. gonna take a look when I get back, and I'll let you know. But. You know, I'd be really pissed if you sent me a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crew neck or any type of clothing for a child. And when I got it, it had no sign of a turtle on it anywhere. Oh, no, there's definitely a turtle. Okay, cool. I was going to say. It might be Donatello. It might be. I mean, it could be Raphael. Maybe it's Botticelli. It could be Botticelli. It could also be uh, Ferricio. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole slew of turtles. It's probably Rembrandt. Dude, oh, my God. I mean, what about the remembrance? Yeah. I mean, they're all turtles. Mm-hmm. I'll be there for Splinter. Exactly. Hey, but you know what? I don't want to get caught off on this tangent here. No. And, you know, you, you mentioned Big Brother, and that made me think, maybe, maybe we should talk to someone about that. Yeah. You know what? Because Big Brother, that was the true renaissance. Absolutely. They were renaissance men. That was a time where publications actually meant something. Mm-hmm. You know? And Thrasher, if you're listening, I'm sorry if this is the first time you're hearing it. This was the a different time, and this was the time where you could have alternative uh, skateboard media. And it's probably 
much more in line with Fancy Lad and its ethos. Um, they seem like a bunch of merry pranksters. And, you know, the Big Brother videos, they still stay to this day some of my favorite skate videos of all time. The Big Brother videos, the CKY videos, both spawning the conglomerate known as Jackass, mm-hmm. the sensation. What were the Big Brother videos again? Poop, poop and crap, or is it crap and poop? It was shit, number two, boob, and crap. <laughs> nice. In chronological order. Thank you, bro. Yeah. You know I'm all about that, the, the canon. Yeah, and people should definitely check them out because every single one of them, I think, are a fucking gem. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, I don't understand. I mean, I don't understand how you haven't seen it. And I would love to interview any of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Cossack, Carney, mm-hmm. any of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm thinking because, you know, Naraco was a huge, you know, uh, a big part of his career was reviewing uh, pornos for Vice magazine. Oh, yeah. I know you love porn. I mean, it's one of my... Yeah, yeah, I love it. So I'm thinking we should get Naraka on the horn. Can we look at some porn first? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we're going to go on a break real quick. We're going to look at some porn. We'll come back in three to four hours, depending, because I'm going to need a nap after the porn. It's just, something, it's just something that happens. I can't explain it. Absolutely. It's just it's science, okay? It's biology. Yep. All right. Thank you, bro. So we'll be right back, and uh, maybe we'll be here with uh, Chris Nako. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe we'll just fall asleep. Either way, we're really going to enjoy this commercial break. Oh, my God. More than you guys, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My wife and I loved our son so much, we had to name him after our favorite clown shoes brand beer, Lil Crispy. Daddy, who are you talking to? Oh, no one, son. Go back to sleep. Okay, if you say so. Lil Crispy is a welcoming crisp ale that is as approachable as they come. Now, are you sure you don't talk to anyone, Dad? Because I can hear you talking. No, son. No, no, no. You're dreaming. I'm... I mean, I know it's a baby, but I can hear you talking. No, I'm serious. Get back to bed right now, Lil Crispy. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're your boss. With subtle malt sweetness and smooth now, I definitely hear you talking. Now, son, what did I say? Oh. Get back into your bed. It's just, no, anyway. right now. What's that? No, what wait, no, that's any? mine. No, give me some. Don't, don't drink that. You can't drink that. No, that's for me. That's Ooh. daddy's fuel. It's so crispy as I walk. I'm going to have to go and get more Lil Crispy Crisp Ale. Give me some. From Clown Shoes Beer. Dad, give me some. Find out where to buy your Lil Crispy Crisp Ale at clownshoesbeer.com. Daddy, give me some. Lil Crispy Crisp Ale is not for babies. Uh, yeah. And we are back. Mm, yeah, and that was a fantastic break. Oh, God. One of those breaks you just dream about. Yeah, I've been dreaming about breaks all goddamn day. You know why? Why is that? Oh, man, because I wanted to grab myself a fresh Clown Shoes brand beer. Oh, God, that looks good. It is good. Mm. What kind is that? Oh, this one? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, 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 this is Boca Sombrero. That's weird because I got a fucking... Oh, oh, God. Shit. Yeah, it's freaking frosty clown shoe right here. Oh, damn. What kind is that? Uh, Bubble Farm IPA. Are you sure? It doesn't look like it. No, it is. Oh, okay. Are you sure? It says IPA right on it. That's my bad. Yeah. You're right. All right. Thank you. I'm sorry. And you know, mm-hmm. I think our very special guest here at one time would have really liked to crack into a frosty clown shoes brand beer. I don't even, I don't know what he's up to lately. I mean, but 
you know, from reading his material, it mm-hmm. sounds like he would have maybe pounded one, two, twelve. At one time or another. With a bunch of pills mixed in. Hell yeah. 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 I mean, that's the, that's the, that's how you get the full effect of the clown shoes brand beer. You're not, they're not going to say that on the website, no. but I'm telling you here as a brand ambassador. Little tip of the pros. Mm-hmm. But be careful. Yeah. So let's introduce our special guest, Mr. Chris Narocco himself, legend. Hi, guys. Hello. First time listener. First time caller. That's true. I hope I hope I didn't, uh, you know, trudge up too many dark memories of your past there with that no. introduction. No, um, I've never really been a beer guy, but for the sponsors, I would say that I love clown shoes. And if it wasn't for clown shoes, I would not be drinking clown shoes today. Man, and that is so true. You know, and it's just that kind of wisdom that you're going to get from Narocco 100% of the time. For people listening out there who aren't familiar with Chris Narocco's work. Who? Who isn't? I don't know. Some fucking dullards out there. Some dolts, I'm, if I'm, you will. Old. I don't think anybody knows, nor should they know. Well, that's the thing. That's why I feel like I had to give you that sort of preface there. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, wait, hold on. Let me check my notes real quick. It says here you wrote for something called Big Brother Magazine. Is that right? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah. So what we would do is, you know, it was like kids that didn't have parents. Mm-hmm. Just um, go and volunteer to help them out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Make them laugh. Yep. And uh, yeah, Big Brother. Um, we had Big Brothers and there's Big Big Sisters. So. And you were the Big Brother or Big Sister? I, I really, whatever I needed to be, I am whatever you say I am. And how did you If tra- I wasn't, then why would you say I am? Yeah. It's really what I'm saying. And how did you translate that to a magazine um, labeled as a skateboard magazine? I, I mean, like anything with skateboarding, it's a lot of pictures of little kids. It, it could be questionable. Mm, that's true. But like, like that new Netflix show, uh, Cuties. I haven't seen it. Well, you're not going to want to see it. I just saw that cats? it exists. Is it cats? I'm not big on cats. No, if it was cats, I'd be all about it. Tell you, you right like now. Cat. You look Thank like you. Tooth from the first X-Men movie. I used to get that a lot, and then I used to get Thor a lot, and then briefly, I would get Tom Brady, just when Tom Brady had slightly long hair. Because, you know, when, when people have when people that normal have hair that's like three inches long, everyone thinks it's like down to their shoulders. Yeah. Are we allowed but to I've, talk about Tom Brady in Boston anymore? I mean, we're allowed because we we don't give a shit anyways. You yeah, know? people we don't talk about him up there. I don't even know who Tom Brady is, honestly. That's okay. that's my opinion too. I yeah. mean, I've I've gotten into the Brady bunch enough on this podcast and Brady Brides and exactly. very Brady movie. Don't get him started. I don't right? want to get into it. I mean, right. we could go do a whole episode about Cousin Oliver. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to do it. Although I kind of want to hear the Brady Brides theme, but I'm gonna refrain. I'll All show right? I'll show you off air. Thank you. Yeah. And that'll be exclusive for the Patreon uh, viewers as well. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. You guys have that. viewers? Well, let's just say you don't get a studio this nice without any Patreons, okay? I feel like you broke into that house. 
<laughs> Dude, all right, we need, we're going to need you to keep your voice down because the owners may be in the vicinity somewhere. We're not sure. And the neighbors are going to get pissed if they actually hear our voices. One of the neighbors here is a real I feel like you are probably hired to clean that place and you just do this while they're not watching. All right, well, you know, dude, you don't have to fucking blow our whole Seriously. <laughs> I told you that in confidence, all right? I thought you were drunk and we're not going to remember that. Dude, we're trying to have a good time over here in, in this. Oh, you're doing great. Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank this, you. Is, this is the best podcast I've done all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> High praise. Thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's like when you break into the boss's office and get to sit in his chair for a second. Oh, uh, yeah. Take a dump in his top drawer. And somebody new accidentally comes in. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, ah, you're fired. And then, you know, you get escorted from the premises really quickly. Yeah, very quickly. Have yeah. you watched the the Wu-Tang show on Hulu? It's like the reenactment. Yeah, I watched that. I watched Method Man once put his feet up on, I think it was Russell Simmons's desk. I was there to interview him. Mm-hmm. And um, he wanted to kill me. Um, he was like, <laughs> an hour late for the interview and he finally shows up and put his feet up and he had a TV guide. I don't even know if they make that publication anymore or if you even yeah. remember what it is, but um, oh, it might just be an app at this point. Oh, I remember I got yeah. boxes of them. Trust me. First of like, all, the TV guide channel was one of my favorite channels on television growing up. Right. I watched that for hours. Like a printed the book. The book. Yeah, no, no, I remember the book. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. A weekly listing of times. Uh, well, I mean, it's better than waiting every week for it to come in the paper for you to have to look through. You know, <laughs> and they had articles about the shows too. Occasionally, it was real good for me because I say, "Huh?" Oh, were there articles? I believe oh, so, because yeah. there'd be like a cover okay. photo. Well, Method Man uh, went straight to the crossword puzzles. And he was filling that out while I was just sitting there. And it was awkward for about 15 minutes. Neither of us said anything. And I was like, are you, are you, are you all right? Oh, this was, this was IRL. This, yeah, yeah, this is, um, yeah, this is his second album. Was that resurrection day? And he, uh, yeah, he, without, without, I wish I, I have a book. He, uh, without, um, Without looking, he just said, <laughs> he just said, uh, you threw my kid down a flight of stairs. And I was like, what? And he's, and, and he's like, you threw my kid down a flight of stairs. And I was like, I don't, man, I don't even know what you're talking about. And he's mm-hmm. like, and he, he, he explained the weird rap math that he had in his head. He, he was like, I didn't want to be here today to do this interview, but I had to be. So I came here and on the way here, my kid fell down a flight of stairs. Interesting. Okay. So that is your fault then. And so it was my fault. Yeah. yeah. And so I said, Oh man, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did that to your kid. Um, But do you want to do the interview? And he, uh, it was super tense. It was probably one of the like tensest starts to an interview I had ever done. Um, somehow we just warmed up and we got there and, um, yeah, we wound up loving each other and he eventually split point of the story is he left his TV guy behind. Um, and he had completed the crossword puzzle 
like perfectly. Like there were so many things in there that I would have never gotten. I was just like, wow, so sick. Method Man's so rad. And uh, yeah, I love, I love me some Method Man as a result of that because um, I like being blamed for things that I didn't do. It's the woo coming through. I tell you. Yeah. yeah. And the outcome they, is critical. It's yeah. true. It's true. They are uh, a magical group. They, uh, to tell you another Wu-Tang story, they used to hold this event in the Park Hill Projects called Park Hill Day. Probably still do it. And um, like this is probably like 95. And they, they would just get like every popular act in New York City to come and play. And then they would headline. And then I think it was like that last year that they were together, which was like 98 or so. Uh, when they were like at their peak with Wu Tang Forever, and they uh, they were on tour with Rage Against the Machine, and they weren't going to make it to Park Hill Day, um, and so a lot of people were bummed out. But they still like paid like Duck Down and everybody that you could think of to come and perform. They had like the raddest acts there, and then um, I don't know, eleven o'clock at night, they killed the mics and killed the lights, and they're like, "All right, you know, good night, everybody." And, People started to disperse, no Wu-Tang. And then I heard the voice again from the interview, Method Man's voice, and he's like, did you all really think that we were going to miss this shit? <laughs> and a spotlight kicked on. Nice. And he, it was like um, a basketball court uh, where they were probably had st- stuck up white boys. And um, he was, Method Man was standing on the top of the fence in a red Kansas city uh, chiefs Jersey and yellow track pants. And he was standing like right on the corner and he's just like, we would never miss this shit. He goes, but listen, and this is like pre internet. He goes, but listen, if anybody asks you, we weren't here because we're supposed to be on stage with rage against the machine in Chicago right now. Boom. The lights kick on and (laughs) the entire Wu-Tang clan was on this little rickety stage there and they played for like two hours. Damn. It was so That's sick. fucking sick. Yeah. Wu-Tang is the fucking legends. Yeah. They're so good. East coast. That's what I'm talking about. Awesome. From one East coaster to another, to another. Yeah. It's, uh, it's strange being in California. Um, yeah. But How's the adjustment? Are you feel like Larry David and curb your enthusiasm out there? I think all my life, I, I always tend to say the wrong things. I'm trying to, you know, through therapy, get better at that, but um, it's not working. Um, <laughs> my my therapist said that I should probably go with my fourth or fifth thought, huh. to which I told her she was the death of comedy. Um, <laughs> it hasn't it hasn't been good, but I, I I am stoked. The first two weeks after we moved out here, my at the time seven year old was uh, threatened to be stabbed uh, at school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, they, they're, a lot, they're a lot tougher than I gave them credit for in California. Yeah. So, well, uh, that, that happened to me when I was uh, in second grade uh, at elementary school. A kid did brought a knife. No, I didn't get stabbed. He brought a knife and he showed me. And he's like, tell anyone, I'll kill you. And then like the principal came in the room the like you know 20 minutes later and like yeah we found a knife in the closet like if anyone knows anything 
like we can all just we'll come out one at a time. We'll just talk, blah blah blah. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, Matt brought it. <laughs> just like fucking narked on dude, the dude. Fucking, I was gonna <laughs> say, what the fuck, yo, but he <laughs> right, he showed if he if he showed me the knife and said, yo, check it out. I brought this knife. I'd be like, yeah, that's fucking sick. But if he but he showed me it and said, if you tell anyone, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm like, you're not gonna fucking kill me. The principal is going to kill you, sir. Do you, the world you look be pretty fucking ridiculous. Like I come from a small town in Jersey where like everyone was crazy and violent and, uh, you know, tweaked upbringing. And I remember a kid like that had uh, threatened me in school and we were just like rivals and he was just such an asshole. And then I remember one day the bus going home and I looked out the back of the bus and him and his dad were following my bus, like through, you know, like buses never take straight lines and drop kids off. They go through all these side streets right? following us the entire way. And they find, like, I finally got off the bus and it was me and my little sister and my buddy Dave, who got me started in skating. And uh, we're just walking up the street and here comes this beat up 84 Mustang like skids by us, like screeches the brakes. And uh, the dad jumps out with a chain in his hand and he's like smacking it into his hand. And the kid comes out and he's like, remember what I taught you, go get him. And like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. This kid like came at me like to fight. And his like, I was more worried about the dad with the chain. Yeah. That makes sense. And, um, and, yeah, I wound up beating the shit out of this dude <laughs> in front of his dad. But unbeknownst to me, my sister had run home and got my mom, who was a real badass. And luckily, that happened because the dad was walking towards me with the chain. Yeah. And just as that happened, my mom pulls up in the blue and wood grain station wagon that we used to run. Classic. And, oh, yeah. and, and save the day. But that kind of stuff in those small towns used to be really commonplace. Like, like you wouldn't, maybe people wouldn't think it, but like, you know, latchkey kids left alone at home would get into a lot of shit. No, it was definitely a different time. I could tell that just by watching reruns of Jerry Springer, I tells you. Yeah. Is that, is that guy alive? Are they still making that show? I don't know. I mean, they're definitely still making the Steve Wilcox show. Or not? Wilcox, oh, that was that was Jerry Springer's like security guard. He got the his own show. Yeah, it's like a spinoff of that. Oh, he had a name. Yeah, yeah. I, well, they gave him one after oh. a few seasons. Yeah. yeah, they said he looks like a. I mean, it has to have Cox in what the name. The guy has yeah. two dicks. Cox, I get, but Steve Wilcox not exactly the catchiest name to give a character. I, is it definitely is, not? Yeah, um, Stephen maybe. Ben Sven Wilcox would have been. Tight. Oh, Sven Wilcox would be damn. Yeah, but they'd have to give him a nice blonde mane. No, but that's the joke. You know, like oh, he's the one. He's like he was excommunicated from Sweden because mm-hmm. he was the one guy that was bald in the country, Damn. and that's why he came to America. Isn't that what happened? Is that what happened with like Sluggo? Is that why he went to Canada? He seems like he's Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's got great hair. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of different time, you know, uh... I thought you were going to say speaking of great hair. I still have my hair. Um, my wife cut it. It looks like she cut it in the dark with a rolling pin, but uh, that's why I've been wearing a hat. But that's pretty good. No, I was going to say I grew up, you know, sort of idolizing the Big Brother videos and Big Brother as a whole. And, you know, when I met you, I felt too intimidated to even ask you anything about Big Brother. 
really, I was intimidated by you because you're so much bigger than me. <laughs> That's generally how it goes. Yeah. 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 I do want to say you're looking stealth. You're looking uh, really good. You look like you've slimmed down. Yeah. And um, you're just looking great. Thank you. I I was going to say you shorted out there. If you could just repeat that one more time for all you the You're looking great, Biggs. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, bro. I think it might be, uh, who knows, maybe the mullet. Um, yeah, it really slims you down. It's yeah. like, it's like uh, vertical stripes, you know? But no, what I was going to say about the different time was when I look back at skateboarding at that time, I see it as a magical time in skateboarding. But maybe it was just because I was young and had no fucking clue about anything. But the skaters, you know, the fucking legends, Penny, mm-hmm. Muska, mm-hmm. Jamie Thomas, Mike V, Mike V, bam, everyone was a character. And now I feel like I don't, is it, has it completely, is it the time that's completely changed? I just feel like it doesn't happen like that anymore. I, I, I just, I disagree. Um, I think we're just not telling those stories. That's where um, there's a bit of a miss. But I think, like, look at look at the Fancy Lad crew. You've got a shit ton of characters. You know, if they're out there. Their kids are ripping harder than ever, and you you hang with them, and they're just as fun and funny as ever. I just think that uh, you know, Thrasher's really the only magazine left. You know, and so it's hard to like get to know all of the rad skaters of now because there just aren't enough interviews. And most of the stuff that gets put on the internet is, you know, hammer time, which is rad, right. but it doesn't, it doesn't like make you fall in love with the person, like, or tell you why you should fall in love with this person. And uh, to that point, you know, like, yeah, there was, there's always been great characters and, you know, occasionally they murder somebody, but um, for the most part, you know, um, it's it's you're like yeah i like this person for good reasons and uh i don't know that my interviews really helped with that um but other people did good interviews that taught you to love people yeah i mean that's what i always loved about your interviews though you know because you didn't you never put anyone on a pedestal you know you always very much just was a you're a real dude as anybody else you never glorified the person that you were interviewing yeah no brown nosing you know exactly oh god it it was just funny and inspiring and refreshing i loved it well i i appreciate it i um in hindsight maybe some of it not so funny um even especially when you were like the bam issue i remember because i love bam growing up and i had a subscription to big brother and you interviewed him and your intro was, I never thought Bam was going to make it anywhere, being that he was a fat kid. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know. He got bummed at me um, <laughs> recently. Um, I had reached out to him. And I don't know. I, I was just checking in on him. This has got to be five years ago. And, uh, and he's like, I don't want to respond to you because you're always saying that I'm fat. <laughs> and, uh and I felt really bad, you know, I feel bad a- about a lot of these past interviews and, um, you know, uh, I'm older, I'm a dad. Um, it's, you're just like, shit, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't want that out there. And feel slightly uh, more empathetic. 
Yeah, again, like it doesn't come naturally. My kid's autistic. I don't doubt that I'm autistic. Um, and so it's not natural for me uh, with empathy. I'm, I'm working on getting better at it. But like I did generally feel bad that when and when Bam said that. And uh, for body shaming him like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, their internet exists. Everyone knows Bam's fat. No, but he wasn't. He was before he's, he got famous. Right, but now he is again. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he's he's talking about... But this is recent that he said that, right? I don't know, oh, but... I haven't said it in a while. Um, and, like, so he was out in rehab out here with Andy Roy. I had gone and seen him. He's doing, he's doing way better. And um, I did make it a point to apologize because I don't want him to be bummed or have that thought in his head about being fat, uh, amongst, you know, like dealing with all the other stuff that he's trying to overcome. Um, and that's the thing, like a lot of that old shit that is funny, um, glorified drugs and alcohol. And, um, as a kid, that's what you do. Like you just, you know, I was partying and, um, and yeah, as you- a kid, <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have kids. That's a difference. Like, if uh, I, oh I, yeah. Honestly, like if, you know, if I hadn't met my wife uh, or had kids, I'd probably be dead from partying. That's like the truth of it. Um, yeah. When so- we met you and stayed with you on tour, I was like, is this the same guy from all those, uh, you know, skinema reviews that I've read? Because. Uh, yeah, it's not. Um, I'm like um, a suburban domesticated dad. Like that's what I put on my my tax forms. I'm a, I'm a dad now. Um, yeah. Know, I'm like my kid is on the spectrum. I'm trying to like teach him life and the things that weren't taught to me. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a trip, man. It's a trip like being a dipshit for most of your life and then being put in charge of somebody else's life. Cause you're just like, Oh wow. Nobody taught me anything. I found out everything the hard way. What am I supposed to teach this person? Right. And uh, so I, I've been writing this kid's book forever. I just keep writing notes and it's called the worst kid's book ever, uh, worst parenting guide ever. And it's just mm. basically the opposite of everything that you should do uh, as a parent. It's just like terrible, terrible advice. That's like the little bit of like jokiness that I hold on to. I used to write about sex and sex leads to having children mm. and and now I'm writing a jokey parenting book. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew that we made a big impression on you because you wrote in this book that you gave me here, Biggs, thanks for getting me out of the house. <laughs> Morocco. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought, wow, we really know how to party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, um, I don't get many of those passes to leave the house too often, so... Um, it was that was a really fun day when you guys came to visit uh, because I always say um, to skaters and not that you're not special, but I say to all skaters, you know, like my doors always open, come visit because skateboarding has just been um, so good to me and my family over the years. And I've gotten to see so much of the world because of it. Um, and I feel like I owe um, any skater the same that has been offered to me. And so I was pissing and you know i look out the window and there's all your tents in my backyard like unannounced didn't know you were coming and um 
I got so excited as I was standing there pissing. I was like, <laughs> I thought, yeah. yes, no one ever comes to visit suburban New Jersey. Um, so that was rad. I was stoked. I was stoked to see you guys, and, and we had a silly afternoon running around. So that was cool. I mean, you told me Sheckler was there. Shecky Poo came through. Shecky Poo. Shecky so, Poo. I, I love mean, some Shecky Poo. It goes hand in hand. Fancy lad, Shecky Poo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you should do uh, a bro model. It's not I'll, a bad idea. I'll reach out to him. You know, makes sense because he was on almost, you know. Right. Yeah. It's natural, natural progression. Yeah, absolutely. So I got to ask because am I too house... boring? Is this too boring of an interview with the? Oh dad? no 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 no! This is. I can tell you about my kids all day. I, well, I want I want to talk they, more they about threw, that. They threw this. They drove. They draw both of those. Yeah, that giraffe and that penis. Air. Nice. <laughs> no, we're big fans of your kids. We think they're hilarious. Yeah, Remember I love them. I love that song. Uh, that you put up on the Instagram and then people oh, kept, stuck inside kept cov- yeah, yeah, and people kept covering it, and all the covers were just so fucking sick. I was just like, "Damn, dude!" I was, was like, just... "The lyrics are awesome too." It was like, "It's really dude, good." Not, not to like dote on him as the dad, but like he's he's just this music savant. There, you know, like he's got all these little superpowers uh, because of the autism. He just grabs any instrument, and he like his like. You know, you stand on somebody's board and you do a kickflip. Like for him, his kickflip is grabbing the instrument and playing Ode to Joy. Like if he mm. can play Ode to Joy first try, then he's like, I like this instrument. Like if he can't figure it out first go, then he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not about it. And uh, it's cool. He's like in his own little way. He's punk rock. Like he plays the baritone, mm-hmm. went to the school and went to the music teacher. And it was like the day that you pick out your instruments. And he's, he just asked the teachers like, what's the instrument that nobody ever picks? And the yeah. guy was like, baritone. He's like, that's the one I want. <laughs> and I don't know if you know oh, what yeah. a baritone sounds like, but it's like a, um, it's like a sonic fart. Yeah. It's uh, like, you uh, almost can't even hear it. It's like, it's, it's <laughs> and, um, you dark know, like, horse. I don't know if you've seen photos of my wife. She's, she's beautiful. So I often doubt if these kids are my kids. Um, but like in these moments, like I'm about to tell you, I, like I know, like I'm like that's that's my boy right there. And so the next day after he got the baritone, um, it's like five a.m. because he gets up super early. He just puts the baritone right next to my ear and just lets out the loudest. <laughs> and I couldn't even be mad. I was like, that was such a dick move. I love that's it. That's so good. Yeah, that's yeah. my boy. And uh, to go back to that song, um, you know, they're doing, it's a weird world, they're doing like online school and I'm, I'm in the house and I'm working from home and I hear guitar playing and my wife and my other son, Nicholas, are not home and I just hear guitar playing. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I was like, wait a second, the dude is supposed to be in school. And so I go out there <clears throat> and he's seated at the desk on the laptop. And he's just playing that song, stuck inside forever. And he's like singing. And I was like, yo, you, you're in school, dude. You can't <laughs> be playing the guitar. And he's like, no, nah, it's cool. They muted me. And I was like, I know, but you're supposed to be <laughs> in school. You can't play that. And, and he just looks at me like dead ass, like just laser eyes. And he goes, there's no rules anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
And I was and he's I, right. And he's right. So yeah. like I just stood there looking at him and I was like, Yeah, carry on. I just walked <laughs> away. Like that's for the teacher to deal with. Like yeah. <laughs> I believe in his argument. Well, you know, Eric has said before, and I, I love this uh sort of saying he said about skateboarding it, but uh that there's no rules, only etiquette. And that pretty much applies in every aspect of life. Yeah. I think that's accurate. I got this shirt in the mail, uh, Blacklist Skate Shop. I think they're Indiana, um, or is it Ohio? But I don't know if you can see it. It says the oh, oh god, oh, oh god, oh well, go? the youth aren't the problem. The youth aren't the problem. All right. I mean, that's. I think that's always true, right? Yeah, yeah. It's always yeah. the old fucks. Yeah, that's and just, that, that just won't die. And that's the thing, like. Um, I don't want to claim responsibility for the COVID-19 virus, mm-hmm. but, but you are to blame, but in, I, personally, I, I don't feel like there might be something to it because, you know, after this mutt got in office, um, I was, I was just like, man, like these old people are just always jamming us up. And yeah. I was like, we just need something to come along. I kill a bunch of them. Yeah. Get rid of these old people. And, you what wished upon a shooting star. Right. And um, and then I also have this thing where, like, whenever my family and I try to go anywhere, uh, it's always closed on us, you know? Yeah. Uh, it started when I moved cross-country in 2000 for Big Brother, and the only thing I wanted to see in the country was Graceland. Yeah, it's closed on Tuesdays. It's closed on Tuesdays in January, like, you know, and it was like, of course, fucking of course. And now the rest of the world is feeling my pain because mm-hmm. everything is closed for them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it feels like somehow I'm connected to this virus. You may be the virus if we kill you. Yeah, you'd be doing a lot of people a favor. Myself yeah, it myself. might just go away completely. Yeah. But what yeah. people are we doing the favor to is the question, you know? Me, I've got a, I've got a weird cough lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is the, I mean, actually, I think that we have a, an order on the queue for your NJ skate shop there. Is that right? I yeah, just I so. Are we taking orders? No, I, I was just, I was going to mention this, uh, you know, the skate shop. Cause I thought I would be giving you a little bit of free publicity there for the NJ yeah. skate shop. But, uh, you know, then when I was going to, when I went to go do it, I said to myself, you know, I think that we, uh, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you don't have an order in at all. Yeah, and, I, I uh, I'm just so. making that up. I would hope that there's always an order in. In the queue for always a fancy in. lad batch of skateboards. Yeah, as it should be. Did you make that graphic recently where it's got two copies of Welcome to Hell in a stack of videotapes? No, that was the first graphic we ever made. But we still make. One? Yeah, That was the very first one. Uh, but, you know, we, we've been running it all these years because I keep saying, you know, this is kind of like been going on for a while, but people keep fucking buying it so i'm like well we should keep printing it if it's been nine years and people are still buying it is that how long you've been doing it nine years nine years yeah what are you doing for the 10th anniversary i don't know oh boy but you know first of all you got any suggestions yeah um you should get the show on the road Mm -hmm. like because what like you did one road trip and you made it to delaware that's not really a road trip Okay, we've done at least three. Okay, 
And, and after got past Delaware. We got we went to Delaware, Jacksonville. Delaware 30 minutes long. We went all the way to Jacksonville, Florida, Buster. Okay? Is that right? Yep, that was the very cross first country? one. You guys went cross country? All the way down the coast and back. We don't leave 95, all right? I like that philosophy. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh I think um you should branch out and um you know get maybe Tony Hawk will give you the Jones soda bus. And you guys, that would be fucking thank you. Go to go to Vancouver. Thank you for offering Tony Hawk's Jones soda bus to us. I've been saying that we need it. Yeah, I'm I'm putting it out there because I think, like the virus, you right. know, put it out into the universe, it happens. So you're thinking ten year tour? We come camp in your backyard in Los Angeles. Is that right? They don't have grass in yards out here, so you wouldn't be able to. Put a tent up. Uh, the place I'm renting has a pool, so you can maybe sleep on floaties. That's perfect. Well, I was just going to say, we can sleep in the pool. We'll sleep in the pool, brand. and I'll manage oh, to pitch a tent. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Abe's uh, single single tent in your backyard, he uh, coined the term his uh, own personal whack shack. <laughs> Holy shit. Let me tell you a jack shack story. <laughs> Wait, Jack Shack. <laughs> yeah. So this is, uh, you know, like I am just a sucker for like the the little the, the little things that I'm able to sneak in here and there uh, that no one really knows. They're just for me. I call them jokes for one. And mm-hmm. I used to do this show, uh, Skaters and Cars, for X Games. And you I don't would, do it anymore. No, I got uh, shit canned. Uh, I feel like it was on Christmas Day. I got the call. It was like almost Christmas Day, maybe Christmas Eve. That's what it felt like. It's uh, nice that they saved it for then. Yeah, you know, because if they didn't have any other gift, at least there's that. Yeah. <laughs> and they, uh, I used to always put Mike Hawk in the credits. Yeah. Of the show. Yeah. Because that's that's always a classic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking classic. But uh, I did a current Caples episode. You could still watch it. Um, hopefully this doesn't blow it for me, but... I went and Curran, you walk into his house and there's like a mini ramp and then there's a sauna and then there was like a teepee. And the way we cut it was really quick, like ramp, sauna. And I point to it and I was like, Jack Shack? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. Because Curran is funny like that and could roll with the jokes. He's a good straight man for... And so I submitted the edit to x games and they hit me back and they're like hey um you gotta you know remove this and this and this time time code and it was like blurring stuff and license plates and stuff and but it, like one of the things was the jack shack and nice. I, was, I was like what what's with this time code here yeah <laughs> and they're like um that that's a a reference to a place that people go to masturbate <laughs> and we can't have that and I was like, I'm offended. <laughs> and and like I can do I can do a, a good deadpan Ben Stein. And so I was like, I don't I, I don't even know what you, you're talking about. And they're like, you said Jack Shack, and that means this. And I was like, listen, I'm a pro. I've been doing this for a long time. I would never, ever do that. What you don't know is that real skateboards pro jack olsen lives in that shack yeah 
what I said was Jack's shack. And Curran said yes. And they're like, oh, well, I apologize. I'm sorry. We'll let it, we'll let it, it'll stay then. Nice. And Those sick fucks thinking it was about masturbating. Like who, why would I do that? Why would it made it in. And it's there because that's where Jack Olson lives. And so, yeah, of course. Uh, it, you know, I've got so many favorite skaters, but man, whenever I see Jack Olson, I get so excited. Mm-hmm. I like Jack mm-hmm. Shack. Yeah. Luckily, you didn't mention, you didn't call it the Wax Shack because you wouldn't have had any pro skater to fall back on their name for that. There's no Wack. There's Wack. Muska. Jersey. That's, that's true. Wack. I could have just said. Oh, the Wack Shack. Yeah, Wack Shack. You misheard me. Do you, do you know Weck from Jersey? A little bit. Not so much. I've been yeah. him a couple times. You probably know Bruce Springsteen too, right? Yeah. Good friend. Good buddies. Obviously. There was, I don't know what the scenario was, but like Ron Diley had somehow befriended Bruce's son who skates and uh, somehow traded boards and got the boss to sign his old New York Pro model. It was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. That's the closest I've gotten to the boss, but the boss is the sickest. Like um, Bon Jovi's from my hometown, and we hate him. Um, but but <laughs> for good reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like the 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 music program in our hometown got defunded once, and uh, they reached out to the dude and was like, "Hey, can you do a show in the auditorium to raise money?" And he's like, "Yeah." You know, 500 people will charge $150. I'll take 75. You take 75. And they were like, no. <laughs> need the $4,500, you know? <laughs> Meanwhile, um, there's a great story. Count Basie Theater in Red Bank, New Jersey, was like dilapidated. It was like on the verge of like just going out of business. And they reached out to the boss and they're like, will you come and do an acoustic show? He said, no. I'll bring the whole band. Hell yeah. And we'll play Born to Run. This is before people were doing, you know, what they do now. They're like, oh, we'll play the album start to finish. He's like, we'll play the Born to Run album start to finish. Um, And he's like, but listen, I control the tickets. And he auctioned them off on his site, opening bid, $1,500. And like they went as high as like five G's a ticket because it's a small theater. I don't even think it's 500 people. And he raised something like 1.3 million for the Count Basie theater. Just handed it all, all over to him. Yeah. He's sick. He's like, he used to do these things at shows in Jersey. Like you'd get discounted gear or tickets. If you brought like food for food drives and stuff, like he's always like really been like super positive in the community. For it's the about the pe- yeah, it's about the people. Yeah, he's cool. He, uh, I just read a story not too long ago where um, this dude broke down on the side of the road uh, on his motorcycle, and this dude on a motorcycle pulls up and is like, you can use my cell phone, um, call AAA, and uh, I'll wait here for you. And then AAA came and loaded up the dude's bike, and he's like, hey, I'll give you a ride to the bar. And the guy jumped on the motorcycle and took him to the bar for the guy's wife to come. And the whole time the, this masked stranger had his helmet on and they go down to go sit at the bar and takes his helmet off. And the dude's been just standing on the side of the highway with Bruce Springsteen for the last hour. And they wind up like, just like tying one on. 
Yeah, it was good. He's also really good at like just showing up at really shitty dive bars like along the Jersey Shore and just like listening to like new upcoming bands. And uh, I've got a buddy of mine, John Walsh, who um, is from my hometown, and he plays a little acoustic guitar on the weekends. He's like a he's a school teacher, but uh, you know, weekend warrior, just like hundred dollars and like open tab at a bar, and he'll just come play a bunch of like covers. And uh, I used to mess with him. I used to go see him, ask him how many times he could play "One and Dead or Alive" in a row. Um, the answer is thirty-five. Nice. And he, and he and he did it because I was the only one in the bar, and I was like, "I'll leave, I'll leave if you don't do it." Yeah. Um, so thirty-five times, um, and I actually interviewed um, Richie Sambora from Bon Jovi once, and I was like, "How many times can you play One and Dead or Alive in a row?" And he's like, "Why would I want to play it more than once?" And I was like, like two, maybe." That wasn't the question. I was like, "John yeah. Walsh can play thirty-five fucking times." <laughs> fucking legend dude yeah but um so john walsh is in this little dive bar and he's just playing and he's got his head down strumming and um like a denim dick basically just shows up right in front of him like a pair of blue jeans like crotch Mm -hmm. right at like like right at face level and john slowly picks up his head and looks at who the dick belongs to and it's bruce springsteen and it was his dick yeah and uh, he's like, you know any of my songs? And my buddy, like, <laughs> my buddy is like, like, lip quivering, like, I know, I know them all. I know, I know them all. And he's just like, well, go ahead and play one. And dude, he played three songs with Bruce Springsteen, and Bruce sang. Awesome. Holy shit, he sang? I thought he was just going to watch him and judge yeah, him. Yeah, like, that's yeah, that's where I was wrong. That's not how I would have done it. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, wrong. But, no. But, uh, wrong. Dude, <laughs> yeah, and just like, like third song, got off the stage, put his arm around the lady and walk right out. It was like, he's such a legend. Well, you know, we got our own uh, legend on the Fancy Lad uh, team now for the, in the new video. His name's Floppy Tim. Floppy. He's from New Jersey big fan so you're gonna have to yeah you're gonna have to look out for him the new video is dropping in eh, let's say about a week why why what makes him so floppy oh style uh, he doesn't see he, him he doesn't actually have any bones in his body yeah oh. you know how like little kids don't have any bones yeah and that's why they can just like fucking skate anything yeah well he's, he's, he's like a he's no he doesn't need a helmet imagine a skater who is actually just one of those inflatable sort of things on the side of the uh, the road on the highway in front of like uh, dealerships who just, yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I know those little inflatable tube guys. That's mm-hmm. floppy Tim. Does he make any tricks or is he just splat? Oh, he makes them. Oh, he makes them. Really? He makes them. Oh, he makes them. You have my attention, but he's wiry. He can get out of any, uh, Floppy any fall Tim, doesn't eh? phase him doesn't phase him whatsoever because he doesn't have any bones send me a clip i would like to see this floppy tim well that's what i'm saying you're gonna i'll send you the link to the new video that's going up in a week new full-length video all right thrasher? yeah thrasher magazine i love it and uh dot com dot com and you know what i was gonna say thanks for uh you know 
We've come a long way. I don't know if you know that about Fancy Lad. I mean, he's he's seen the studio. You see the studio, right? He's seen the yeah, studio. This is massive. You guys are huge. I gotta say, we we partly have you to thank for this. Only partly. Only partly because we're like ninety five percent partly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Bigger part. Oh, major partly. You know the rest. Yeah, the other five percent, Dave Carney. But um, yeah, ninety five percent you because. Yeah, it was the first time anyone gave any attention or shit about the company was your acknowledgement through the Vice interview after the House 2 edit. And after it came out, I remember everyone coming up to me saying, so how's the feel to be famous now? And, you know, I said, honestly, pretty fucking good. (laughs) It looks good on you. Thank you. You look great. (laughs) Thank you. You, not so much. But you, you look Thank better. you. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. So I, I like the honesty. You know? Yeah. So I just wanted to ask, what was it like interviewing me? It, I was nerve-wracking um, because, you know, I like to do my research and uh, you had never done anything with your life. So it was really hard to find out any information. And to make it more complicated at the time you worked at Burger King, right? And I was like catching you between drive-through orders. Like I had to wait and like hear this like can I Whopper with cheese and you'd read it back. And like, I feel bad. Like that's probably the one of the biggest regrets in my life is that I didn't include all the orders that you repeated back to people in your I was gonna, Well, I was going to say, you could have waited till I wasn't actually on the job. <laughs> Not as funny though. No. No, you're right. And it put the pressure on me, too. I had to get those quick answers out. Honestly, I in in hindsight, if I could do it all again, I would have asked my question and then only printed the readback of people's orders as your answers. That would have been more interesting. A solid. Yeah, definitely more interesting. And, um, you know, aspirational, you know, for people that are into food, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, then uh, people get to read their, you know, the answers get to be what people want them to be, you know, Whopper yeah. with cheese, barbecue sauce, side of onion rings and a diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Maybe it's that means he's there. depressed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got a feed of cold. Mm. Hey, another another reason that you've been uh, so influential in our uh, rise to fame is when we visited your place in New Jersey. This is the first time a lot of people uh, in the crew had ever used a bidet before. That is true. Oh. That is true. Now, I got to know, did you bring the bidet with you? Is Los Angeles a BYOB situation? No, it's not BYOB, and it's really, uh, it pains me. But, uh, yeah, that was, I went to Japan on a tour, and I don't know if you know this, but their toilets are, it's like, their toilets are sort of like their Honda Civics. Like, they trick them out. Like put body kits on them? Yeah, like, they have um, you can't see my arm is moving off frame, but it's, um, it is moving. And, yeah. uh, and now it's going to swivel and, um, <laughs> they have like an arm TV and at the time DVDs, I don't know if kids know what DVDs are, but, um, they would play DVDs. They'd have radio. Um, like they were tricked out. Like you, they, they look at it like that's your private time and they want it to be really special. And I will tell you that, like I would just hang out in the bathroom exclusively while I was in uh, Japan. And I was like, I need to get one of these. And so as soon as I got back, 
in the country, I went to get one of those and they're like, no problem. Those are $6,000. And I was like, <laughs> I don't, I, I can't afford that. I was like, uh, you know, like, you know, how much one rib? And they were like, $350, you can get this attachment. Um, and I was like, okay, I can do that. And it's, um, I actually just saw one out in the wild the other day. It's by a company, Home Tech. And I wrote about it so much that um, I got sponsored by them. Um, I was probably the only person writing about Home Tech. And, um, and somehow like they got a Google alert. And I was at the skate shop one day and the phone rang and they're like, is this Chris Naratko? And I was like, maybe, because the last time I had said that uh, it was Chris Naratko, uh, Major League Baseball uh, served me with papers. So I don't answer <laughs> that question uh, too lightly anymore. But the, they're like, yeah, this is uh, Tom from Home Tech. And we talked about taking shits for like an hour. Like he was so stoked. He's like, yeah, sometimes I'll go an entire long weekend trip without going to the bathroom so I can get home to my home tech. And I was like, yeah, I'm not that serious about it, but I like it a lot. And uh, yeah, man, it like he started sending me like more attachments and like saying like, here's the update. And this one really shoots water up your ass. And, and, uh, <laughs> and like, yeah, I was on the flow program for a while and it was sick. Home tech. You can get one for like $300 from Lowe's. It's just a strap on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, that's reasonably priced for a strap on. Yeah, totally. And I love me a good strap on. I was going to say, you know, speaking of this whole skinema thing. Wait, let me show you. I don't know if you, if you've seen this. Um, I, I keep this photo handy. I'd like to send people dick pics on their birthday. And that's nice. So, I always I tend to send this one. Can you see this? Am I no, have... hold on. Move to the center. My center or your center? Uh, your center. Oh yeah, there we go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> nice. So, and that anybody that wants to look that up, the there's uh, a sex toy brand called uh, XR Brands, and that's uh, I guess named after the famous DJ Moby. So you can look it up, and that's like a fifteen hundred dollar ding dong that you can get. And that's Moby's also, dick. That's Moby's it's about. Dick. Oh. oh yeah, oh. I never thought of the whale. Yeah, man, oh, Moby's yeah. dick. Oh, oh, yeah. oh man, I was. I thought it was the DJ, the vegan DJ. <laughs> oh. It set sail from New Bedford, Massachusetts, and Moby's dick. Huh. I've been worshiping the wrong guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they also make dipping sauce. They have like a fifty-five gallon drum of lube, and they have like different grades and i just looked it up today to share it with uh some friends of mine and they make a seventeen thousand dollar 55 gallon drum of lube so do you really need that much lube yes oh oh full body that explains it just full body slip and slide into the butthole not my wife's butthole oh i was gonna butthole. say a was butthole gonna say... When we talk about the butt, we're talking about just a butthole. Yeah, right. Not, I was right, going right. to say just completely re-enter the womb, but yep. I mean, going through the butthole is even better. I fell in love with the onion. Like, that's my main news source. And yeah. I remember the first time I saw it, it was like around 2000, and it was just a photo of like a baby being born. And it was just like a little boy, and it just said, man found in woman's vagina. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best newspaper ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. But yeah, you know, I just want to ask, just for my own curiosity. Don't ask. Go ahead. 
Did you even watch the porns that you were reviewing? Generally not. I was going to say, how did you come up with a number review then for each one of them? It's funny that you would ask that of all questions because I used to not give a number review. And, you know, that's how we reviewed things at Big Brother. We would just either look at the title or the box cover and then just write a self-serving story that was pointless. And so I went on to do that for like pornos. And a lot of the publicists at the porn companies we're like, we like it. It's, it's cute. Um, but, uh, we like, we don't know if people will watch it based on this. So can you give it a rating? And I was like, okay, that's, that's all you need for, to keep sending me these videos. And they're like, yeah, just give it a rating. We don't care what the number is. Just give it a rating. Mm, and yeah. so I would just give it like a random number. I didn't care. Just threw threw a dart at the wall. Yeah, and and that was enough. They were stoked. Awesome. And um, you know, I used to get so many. I mean, like thousands. I could have opened uh, my own sex video shop, and yeah, I would just like send them to people randomly. Um, oh my god, you want to hear the Manic Mati story? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's, this is maybe the best story ever. Um, skateboarding has is becoming more progressive. We just had um, amazing love letters to LGBTQ, and um, you know it's really cool where skateboarding's at. It hasn't always been that way, and like you could really like ruffle some dudes' feathers just by like introducing any sort of homo erotica back in the day. Like dudes just couldn't be comfortable with it. And so um, at Big Brother, we had access to the Hustler Vault. And uh, we used to like get porno mags. And back then it was VHS, right? And like VHS tapes, porno tapes were expensive. Like you could, I could take a Jenna Jameson VHS tape to a liquor store and get like $100 in credit. And like people would pay a hundred dollars for a, a porno tape. And so we were always like the last stop for tour, like teams traveling on tour. Um, they would just pop in and get like a bunch of porno mags for the tour and the flight. And we would just like, we're always sending uh, mags and videos and stuff. And so we got the issue where Menik Mahdi, the ad from S was like, here's a date right? Cause Manic Mahdi was teased for like a decade. Like, you know, Manic Mahdi, but you don't know that like it was teased forever. Like hey, coming soon. Coming. And like, yeah. just shut, shut up with it. Just tell us when it's got, when it's here. Cause we don't want to hear it anymore. Um, and, and finally there was the ad in big brother that's like had a date. And I was like, Oh shit. Two months to Manic Mahdi comes out sick. And so I got our intern, I called him in the room and I was like, all right, go up to Hustler and I want you to grab just a bunch of gay porno VHS tapes. If, if possible, if at all possible, try to grab ones that are red. And he's like, okay. And so he goes up there and brings them down. I was like, all right, throw the cases away and pull off all the labels. And now they just have these red tapes. And I was like, put these S stickers on them. And he's like, okay. And I was like, all right, now I need you to go back to your desk and cue them up to the NAR. And he's just like, what? 
I was like, just cue him up, dude. And he, he called me out there and he's like, how's this? And it was like light petting. I was like, no dude, like Kerchart, Ender, Hammer, Gnar, like <laughs> just, oh. yeah. And he's like, oh man. I was like, you gotta do it, dude. You gotta do it. And so he cues it up and I was like, all right, cool. Send them to these five addresses. And there was just like a bunch of skate crews around the country. And I, <laughs> I overnighted the, the video and they arrived and uh, I had called them the day before. And I was like, listen, I'm sending you an advanced copy of Medic Body. You cannot fucking tell anybody that I sent you this because I will get fired. Like if they find out that I'm the guy that leaked Menik Mahdi, dude, I'm done, but I want you guys to see it. Just get, just get the crew together, get some weed, get some beers and enjoy yourself. And they're like, dude, what the fuck? We've been waiting forever for this movie. I was like, I know it's fucking sick. It's so sick. Wait till you see it. Kirod, Costin, Arto, Burn quest, like just holy shit, holy shit, you're gonna shit yourself when you see this. And so they all got together on a Friday night after work, gathered around the TV, and they put in the red VHS tape and Yeah. <laughs> Classic fucking prank. Classic now prank. do you think any of them watched the whole thing? Definitely. <laughs> there, there's gotta definitely. be skating at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they, all right. I mean, we're, it's only been 15 minutes. I'm sure. I'm sure the skating's coming up. It's getting better, guys. See, this is why I like Big Brother. You're a bunch of troublemakers. You know that. <laughs> we just like to laugh. You, Earl Parker, Rick Kosick, Dimitri, Dave Carney, that guy who made the Jackass thing. Tremaine. Exactly. Tremaine. That's the one. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, speaking of jackass, I, I, I got to ask you, I feel like I know the answer to this question, but yes. what was what yes. was worse? The 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 50 hard boiled eggs or the eggnog challenge? Because um, I feel like there's two different two different answers here. I feel like both of them are worse for different reasons. Yeah, they, um, I was pretty lubed up for both. So neither really was, like, was a jam up. Um, <laughs> like I had never had eggnog before and I didn't know it sucked. Yeah, it sucks, dude. And so it's, that, it's thick and disgusting. Yeah, but also um, when we did the eggs, like the like it was a hundred and five degrees outside, and so like I had to eat the yolk, so that was like so. Both seems like hard boiled eggs would be a lot more difficult to puke up as well. You know, I used to be able to puke pretty easy. It was like my drinking reset button. So it was yeah, like, yeah. You know that that wasn't really an issue. You know, what was the biggest jam up was like after the fact like the show hit and no one knew like it was going to be that massive and i was on like i think it might have literally been my first date with my wife and uh we were in college town of new brunswick where uh, nj skate shops located and uh these frat boys were just coming up and were like puke on me and i was like mm. ah. i'm trying to get laid <laughs> so that was like that was probably the hardest part about the whole thing i was like did you have any sort of, I don't really know, any like writing credit or production credit for Jackass or did you just happen to star in those like few little skits? Yeah, no, that was like, that was pretty much it. 
because at the, at the beginning they were unsure of like what it was going to be, you know, like I think that like there was a thought that maybe it was going to be this variety show and I would be the dude that would do like these like torturous um, stuttering John type interviews. And uh, so we did, I think we recorded a couple of those, but it just like the format evolved into just like, you know, shenanigans. Straightforward right. shenanigans. Yeah. And so, uh, no, never, never really happened that way. Yeah. Um, well, I'm that guy forever. Uh, so I love the, uh, the beer Olympics in the, uh, the big brother video. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that made it into jackass or not. I forget. I I remember there's a lot of double dipped footage in the first episode of jackass. That was like all like just CKY and big brother. Right. That was like mashed together. Yeah. It was like sponsor me tape style. Um, yeah, I don't know if I met in there. You, you know they're working on another one, right? Another of- Big Brother video? Oh, my God. This is amazing. Yeah, well, there it is. Breaking news. I hope it doesn't come out the same day as the new Fancy Lad video. That's true. That would suck. Fuck. Oh, yeah. What day are you guys doing it? Oh, I don't shit. I don't know. I haven't heard back from <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, same day we're doing it. Oh, shit. Oh, damn, damn it. Damn that it. sucks. I'm washing my hair that day. Yeah. My ass perfect. hair because I don't have a bidet. Does that hair go? Do you braid it together with your ass hair? I don't have any choice sometimes. <laughs> do you keep in touch with Johnny Knoxville? Yeah, you know, all the boys. Because he, he, I mean, he got his stardom just based off the uh, the, the the gun testing skit. Right, and Bad yeah. Grandpa. Yeah, no, but not he's... Bad Grandpa. Oh, that was after his stardom. Bad Gam Gam. <laughs> and also the, the poo poo platter bit from Big Brother. Yeah. Where he, where he went in and put the poop the poo on the platter. These are things. <laughs> well, I want the people to know. The people who are listening. I know that you know. Does anybody you know. listen? That's like... Everybody listens to this. There's like a million <laughs> fucking listeners right now. How many right people now. do you really... Who's, is it just... This is just... You're not even... You don't put this out. We're not going to hear this. We're not going to hear this. This, this is, is just like... This is, this is your... This is going to Pornhub and this is private link. Spank bank. Yeah. I send it to my mom. Yeah. Okay, and I tell her that we have a podcast. That's good, and then and yeah, and then you take it to the Jack Shack. So we we told you this is uh, earlier before we started. We told you this is the you didn't 40, tell me anything. The forty ninth episode. This is the forty ninth episode. That's not so true. you said it was the fiftieth episode. <laughs> no, 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 we did that to make you feel good. Okay, you said it was the first fiftieth episode, not the second fiftieth episode. That's true. It's a two parter. <laughs> Okay, we said, okay, for the 50th episode, like I was saying, the new video is going to come out. Mm-hmm. We're going to have all of our favorite reoccurring guests back to let let us know what they thought about the video. And you may or not may or may not be a guest, depending on how this goes, Buster. <laughs> I'm switching to butthole background. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you, bro. I've been waiting for that. <laughs> Listen, this is a professional podcast, okay? I have There's my notes butthole here. Butthole background. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at all and those people. A lot of buttholes. Here's Uranus. <laughs> Listen, I have a lot of notes here. Okay. Now, I looked up you on IMDb. What is that? I looked up you it's, on IMDb. It's the Internet Movie Database. Uh, my favorite my application. Used to say, my kids used to call HDMI Himdi, and now I call it Himdi, and they get really upset. Hmm. It's not cool anymore, Dad. Yeah. yeah. You don't know funny. All I'm saying is on the HDMI, IMDb Internet Movie Database. You have credits for being in a movie called Globe Opinion. Now I was wondering what exactly. Did you see, Adam, did you see um, Apple Yard's new part? 
No, I wanted no, to watch I it. I saw that he has a new part. Dude, he's so good still. Dude, he's yeah. amazing. You should watch it. It's called The Globe Part. I wasn't in that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> why do you have cre- why do you have credits on IMDb for the Globe video opinion? I don't know. Oh. Well, that is Was I in it? There's a lot of stuff I, from back then that I don't recall. I think about- you have filming credits in it. And I was wondering if you were a filmer or what. Maybe, maybe I filmed some tricks. It's possible. I honestly, I don't know. I like yeah. like you mentioned at the top of the show, man, like I was really really bad on drugs and alcohol during that time period, which sucks cuz I didn't enjoy it as much as I should have. At the time I thought I was really enjoying it full. Sounds pretty but, fucking sick. Yeah, but uh in hindsight, I like uh, probably would have done it a bit different. Um mm. maybe not smash the cars and all that. So yeah, I don't know. Globe video? Yeah, Globe Opinion. Hmm. You know, Chad Fernandez? No, I don't remember that one. See, I just remember you too from that. Uh, you popped up in that uh, the Foundation Good Times Are Killing Me tour video. I think I mentioned to you. I went on a bunch of Foundation trips, though. That was like, they were, that was such a sick squad at the time. Justin Strubing. I was going to say, Strubing. Ethan Fowler. Ethan Fowler. Um, mm-hmm. oh, he's the best Strubing. cool guy, Ethan, we call him. Dude, I just ran out into him recently um, out of nowhere in like Kansas City, like outside Escapist. I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, yeah, I'm just here. I was like, okay. Is he wearing like white flared out jeans? No, he's in, uh, yeah, he's like in hammer swinging mode now. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I was following him on uh, Instagram. I was noticing he doesn't really post anything besides like motorcycles and sports and i was like okay i'm not sure if this is the ethan fowler that i remember but you seem like the same guy you look like him he was the best yeah like that dude had the best style i agree eric would agree as well do you have any fond memories of any team or trip besides foundation or is that the best? That's the tops right there. Foundation art bars era. That was pretty sick. I don't know. We've I've done some in like more recent years, like the stuff that like really stands out to me is, and again, just being a dad is like the stuff that has like a give back component to it. And like, we went to Cuba when my wife was pregnant with my firstborn she was like five months pregnant and um i just put together the crew myself and it was uh uh mike anderson zarid um there's like 18 of us all together there's like so many people there and um like we we you know as americans are not allowed in cuba and uh not at that time like in a big way and we snuck in through panama and the deal was everybody had to bring two roller bags full of product and whatever they needed for the week had to be in their backpack. So like it had to just be all product. And um, I remember like blind had like without permission reissued um, like Gons graphics and they had uh, like crooked shut them down and they had sent all those to Mike Anderson's house. So like all together, there was like, we, we had like 200 completes that we gave away to kids there because they can't get skateboards like because of the embargo. 
Yeah. It was like a hundred pairs of vans, like 200 completes. Like all Where was this? In Havana, Cuba. Hmm. And dude, kids were losing their mind. Like grandmas were crying. It was, that was like one of the sickest trips that I had ever gotten to go on. And like, you know, kids that don't have anything are a whole lot different than entitled kids that we're probably used to. And I remember seeing one kid like didn't have a nose or tail on his board and his vans slip-ons that he had had been like staple stitched held together. And they were like the canvas ones, not great for skating. And I was like, Hey dude, I got a new board and sneakers for you. And he was like, Oh, give them to somebody that doesn't have a board or sneakers. Cause I have some, I was like, no, your, your shit sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> you need new shit. He's like, no, but I got stuff. I was like, that's, you would never hear a kid say that. Like they right. would like out here, they'd be like, yeah. in your hat in your shirt. And can I have your pants? And yeah. um, it's just like a different mentality. Like, so that, that was like a standout trip. And then like another one I went on with Mike Anderson, Mike had, um, that headphone company, um, loud headphones, I think it was. And, uh, and he put together a trip to Costa Rica and they had, uh, donated a bunch of money to this foundation that, uh, would go to Costa Rica and do cochlear implants for kids that couldn't hear. And like, I got to be in the operating room for two of the surgeries and like one of the surgeries was a three-year-old and my nine-year-old who ju- you know he just turned nine last week he was three at the time so like same size just like same type of kid and so um it 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 really like it was emotional man i was like crying my eyes out seeing them drill into this kid's scalp and um we were there for a couple days like nick garcia and julian davidson evan smith um I'll tell you a rad Evan Smith story after, but like, um, we, on the, like the third day we got to go to the testing of the headphones and, um, like they would just kept like sending signals to the kids cochlear implant. And like, there was one kid that was 13. He hadn't heard, like he was born, um, with the ability to hear, but like by age three had lost it and hadn't heard anything for the past 10 years now he was a teenager and they were getting no signal, no signal, no signal. And then like the lady doing the testing, she just looked at the dad and she's just like, I don't know, it's not taking. And the dad just like whispered in the kid's ear, I love you. And the kid just turned to him and they both just started crying and the kid heard him. And that was like, it was on, it was so sick to see this kid here for the first time. And then like that three-year-old, um, same deal, man, like nothing, nothing, nothing. And then somebody had knocked over like a, you know, those like two and a half, are they two and a half or five gallon water? Uh, five gallon water jugs, gallons, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was an empty one and somebody knocked it down and the little kid was just like, you know, what was that? He says in Spanish. And I was like, it was such a trip. Like, yeah, you know, for me, like, especially as I get older, like doing that kind of stuff really is like where my heart's at. Like, um, I just started this thing. I was telling you bigs, uh, uh, it's called super skate posse and it's oh, like right. just trying to, um, like give boards to kids like, and, and like housing projects that might not have access to it. And, um, every Friday I go out to this housing project in Watts called, uh, Nickerson gardens. And this woman, Tanya feeds 700 families every Friday 
uh, Watts Community Core, it's called, and um, it's it's so rad. It's like they like these families every Friday get like a box of fresh produce and like a whole bag of like um, dry goods and then cold goods and potatoes and apples and like it's it's pretty amazing to see. And there's this rad small cement skate park in the middle of his housing project you know it's not like a crazy park it's got like a little whoop-de-doo it's got uh, like a slant to slant it's got a wall ride a curb and a ledge and you're like and it's got that perfect like basketball court ground Mm -hmm. and you're like this is perfect like you just do laps around this thing all day and so i asked the lady i was like you know do they use the park much and she's like not really and i was like because they don't have skateboards and she's like not really and so i was like all right cool fine let's find out how many kids there are and so there's 101 kids which is you know 101 skate number and i was stoked and i was like i was like all right cool like i'm gonna work with some friends on getting skateboards and helmets and sneakers and uh like the middle of september next month like um Andrew Reynolds, like donate. No, no, you you keep going. I'm gonna just piss my pants real quick, but I'll be right. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Stay. stay. No, no, stay. You gotta stay. Stay. I tell I tell him to piss stay. in the sea. I put the I put stay. the pads down for a reason. People want to see that. Like that's better content than what I'm talking about. But I mean, that's better content than anything we've put yeah. in thus like, far. They, you know, the kids podcast video anything. Yeah, squirt. They call it now, and and people love it. Oh yeah, gotta love squirt. Yeah, you seem to over the years definitely have uh, grown. You know, yeah. Not to I, say like I'm like 190 pounds now. I know, and I didn't want to bring that up because I couldn't tell if it was just the screen, like you know, stretching your body out. Yeah. It's... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the beard definitely helps. That's why I have the facial hair, so people don't notice the you know the three chins behind. Yeah, it. it's, it's disgusting. It's so sad. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're picking that up. We have the high def cameras. Oh, I mean, yours is worse than mine, but still, <laughs> still bad for me. Not, but you're making me feel better about myself. So thank you. Well, thank you. I'm glad I can make someone feel better about themselves. <laughs> it's it's a tough job, you know. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, being a dad to these dudes has changed my life for sure. So um, yeah, I was just saying to someone earlier, it's like yeah, a lot of the jokes that I made in the past, like at 45 years old or however old I am. Uh, right. Like, I couldn't make that joke now, you know, but in my twenties, like I was a dipshit and could. So. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I mean. It's like that, that there is growth, you know, it's not necessarily like, it's just like you get, you gain some perspective. Uh-huh. On things yeah. And yeah. it changes. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, big zone. Absolutely. With me. Absolutely. Yeah, he's grown and yet shrunk. Are you, you're you're talking about my penis size? Yeah. No, we are now. Yeah, it grew and then shrunk. <laughs> yeah. He he lost a lot of water weight on that bad boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. down since the last segment. <laughs> that is true. You have to send a new shirt. The last one I have is the um the Friday the thirteenth with the hockey cup. Is that what you call it? Uh, athletic supporter. Yeah, because you're uh, and that and Friday Thirteenth, I believe, was from New Jersey. Am I right? It is correct. Yeah, everything is yep. from New Jersey, but that one especially, really. Yeah, yeah. 
Everything um, starts in New Jersey. Sopranos, yeah. bidets. I always say it's six degrees of New Jersey, and um, I just I claim people for the NJ's shop team. Like, like I don't care if you want to be on the team or not. Like, if you get a trick in New Jersey, you ride for us. Like, right. Yeah. I see you claiming people to New Jersey all the time yeah. on the Instagram. Totally. Yeah. And it's all valid. Don Brown, who started, uh, you know, Soltech and um, and Ian Deacon from Flip, um, they, when they came to America in the 80s, they landed in Newark and then took a bus cross country to California for some reason. Hmm. And they, they were telling me that story. And I was like, oh, so you guys are from New Jersey? <laughs> That's all it takes. Like, if you pass through, we will claim you. Yeah, yeah. there you go. We need whoever we can get, really. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Maybe we'll maybe we'll relocate there. Yeah, you should do it. I'll rent you my house. All Ooh, right, it's got a bidet. It's yeah, and room for tents. I had a, you know, I had a whole a whole thing planned out before Segments? I went to go to the bathroom. I uh, a whole a whole idea in my head, and then and then I went had to go pee, and it, it ruined everything. I gotta tell you. What time do we start anyway? Uh, we started at nine. Oh, oh we've started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've already started. Oh, yeah. No, no, we're starting now. Oh, okay. And okay. we are back. On the Fancy Lad Podcast. Oh, and That's we right. have a special guest, Chris Narocco. Hi, everyone. Oh, Have boy, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, skateboard royalty, Big Brother royalty, caller. Chris Narocco. <laughs> first time caller, first time listener. That's how we get all of our listeners, by the way, on the Fancy Lad Podcast. I accidentally, like, I clicked on the wrong Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, we invite him on to be the podcast. We send them a few different Zoom invites, so hopefully they, they're like, oh, I'll click this one. Hopefully it's not the right one. It said Boom. for a good time. Right. <laughs> and boy, what a letdown. Tom, I thought you told me Dave Carney was going to be the one on the podcast today. Dude. I <laughs> thought I came to watch Dave Carney. <laughs> well, that was my plan. I, I texted Narocco. I said, hey, uh, this is Dave. Meet me on the Zoom call. And I also hit up Dave and said Narocco, but he he just blocked the number immediately. Is Dave going to be on the second 50th episode? He might. Actually, I was going to reach out to him, but I haven't talked to him in so long. It's because he's older, right? Um, Yeah, he's got an Earthlink uh, email address. <laughs> Mine is Hotmail because yeah. <laughs> I, I love I love homoerotica. It's, it's like... <laughs> I won't pick that up just to be a hotmail. When I when I first got a hotmail account, I thought, oh, you know what? I'm gonna make my name hotmail at hotmail dot com. And it said this username is already taken. I said, Yeah, of course it's fucking already taken. Why did I think I was the first person to think of that? Well, I went with super because I'm older than you and I've Damn got it. I got in early, so I'm super hotmail. Damn it. Nice. Yeah. Yo, let me just ask you real quick. Is this 100% autobiographical, or are these stories embellished? They're all embellished. All right. (laughs) That answers that. That answers my question. No one died, and I've never swam in my wife's butthole. (laughs) Did you dip your penis in that cup of coffee? I I, I respect coffee too much. I wouldn't do that. All right. (laughs) Love coffee. I was always wondering. What if the coffee was down? I still like. I like my coffee, like I like my men, black with cinnamon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and without a dick previously entering it. As long as it's not my dick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. No. Or your dick. Right. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> your dick, though. 
<laughs> Thank would, you. If it was a shot glass, it would work. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and if you need a little schmegma in there, <laughs> that would also work. Because I've been saving up for a rainy day. Um, cheers, have you drank? <laughs> what? When are we uh, starting? Seriously. <laughs> All right. So this happens to be my fifth, but we're starting right now and we are back. Oh my goodness. We are back on the schmegma. Oh, God damn it. Hey, everybody. Again, from the top. Just I wanted to welcome our very special guest, Chris Narocco, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, everybody. First time caller. First time listener. He knows Bam Margera. You oh, also know Bam Margera. No, I actually never met him. He was at the Boston Park like a month ago. Oh and yeah, I I was, I just didn't even want to go to meet him because it it wasn't the right setting, you know. Hey, but Ninja seriously, Heroes. what time do we start? Huh? What's that? What time are we starting? We're gonna start around. What time is it there for you right now? Yeah, like seven thirty. Seven twenty. We're probably gonna start rolling around like twelve forty a.m. Is that yeah. cool? That's fine. All right. Perfect. All right, Fantastic. so you know what? I just do want to say that we're gonna start. We're gonna start pretty soon, <laughs> but not just yet. It's not happening yet. Before we start, I want to ask. You probably have a million questions for us. I don't have any. You, oh, what, dude? Finally, an honest <laughs> guest. You're the first guest who hasn't had one question for us. No, no, no. You're the first guest that hasn't said they had a million questions. Because usually once they say, oh, yeah, I've got a million, and we say, oh, hit, yeah, us, yeah, with hit one, us with one, then they're like, uh... And they can't come up with one. For all time's sakes, talk dirty. Read me a Burger King order. Uh, yeah, I'll take a uh, rodeo burger with extra barbecue sauce. Okay, mm. what else? Yeah, what else? I'm thinking a small <laughs> onion ring. Mm -hmm, yeah, small onion ring. What else? And I'll take a goddamn medium Dr. Pepper. Okay, goddamn medium Dr. Pepper. All right, so we have a rodeo burger, extra sauce. We have a small onion ring and a medium goddamn Dr. Pepper. That's right, you son of a bitch. Okay, wait, did you want an extra son of a bitch, or are you just referring to me as the son of a You're bitch? You're the son of a bitch. Okay. That's right. Okay, so you just want the rodeo burger, extra sauce, the medium onion ring, and the small uh, goddamn Dr. Pepper. Yes, please. Okay, good. Drive through to the next window. Thank you. How was that? That was perfect. Okay. Um... One more time from the top, slower. I don't know if my voice can do it. I, 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 it's too gruff. I might get the corona if I try that again. That's what it comes from. Is the problem? Yeah. I know they say they keep saying on on the news. They say corona caused by trying. Do not try anything. Oh, I'm fine then. I have yeah. no chance of catching it. Yeah. Um, All right. So you want to get started? Yeah, we'll get started. Okay. So welcome. Chris Narocco, mm -hmm. you know, interviewing you is is going to be like one of these, you know, comedy guys, these newcomers on the scene mm -hmm. who are like, oh, my God, I can't believe Bob Odenkirk produced my show. Right. He's my hero. He's a comedy legend. And now I'm working with him. Yeah, like it's sloppy boys. I looked up to him all of my life growing up, Bob Odenkirk, and now he's my colleague. Yeah, like and you're saying I, I, I'm going to feel that way about you? Uh yeah yeah so oh. we're kind of like Bob Odenkirk mm -hmm. okay he's kind of like Bob I'm kind of like Odenkirk mm -hmm. okay yeah all right yeah I'm I'm really excited to be working with these guys I'm super thankful 
Yes. So what we were saying was you're going to write a skateboard show for us, right? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. The, okay. Perfect. perfect. That's contractional. That's Grindier. It's the sequel to The Grind. Was The Grind a skate movie? Grind was. Is yeah. that a name? Best, best, yeah, best, best skate, skate movie. movie of all time. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So the sequel, you're thinking Grindier. Grindier. Grindier? Yeah. Grinder? No. I was going to say, why uh, not just call it Grinder? Th- that's true. Could get a lot of traffic. I feel like Grindier is just more natural sounding. I mean, maybe Grindier, you know? And we can oh. all be kind of like aristocrats, you know? Oh, like an art house piece. How dare. I'm trying to frontside 50-50 this ledge. Oh, I was thinking more like French silent movie with Grandier. Oh, Grandier? Oh, except I guess it wouldn't be that. It would just be like... And those are the words on the bottom of the screen. Or or just like... Yeah, exactly. Then a whole script. So so how big is Larry Flynn's dick? Yeah, let's get down to it. I'm thinking micro. You know, he's he's got the pump. Oh, he has the, what, the he has penis, a penis pump? pump. Yeah, like um, the thing inserted where you just squeeze and shh. what is? That Wait, called? he has a pump inserted into yeah. his body. What's that? Wait, it's like a medical procedure. Not like the pump that people like get suckered into buying. Um, right, right. The Austin Powers like, uh, Swedish penis pump. Yeah, it's it's like I don't know what you call that contraption. Like it's something inserted in in his wang doodle, and you squeeze it. And yeah, he's got that. that. Wow. He doesn't that, feel it. So he doesn't need the Viagra. No, no. Cause he can't feel from the waist down is my understanding. Yeah. 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 But it still functions, but it does what it needs to do for the right. missions, which is get hard. Yeah. Get stiff. Yeah. yeah. So it's just filled with air instead of blood or is it filling it with blood? It might be. Uh, what's that stuff? The ICP drinks. Fago. Fago. Oh, it could be Fago. Yeah. Fago. I mean, I would want to fill my dick with Fago. Yeah, same. I already have the, the clown makeup painted on the head, so. So you yeah. ready to start yet, or? Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, what? Uh, what's my motivation? Um. So you're pretending to be a skate journalist. Mm-hmm. God. And we're pretending to be a successful skate podcast. Okay. Slash company. Mm-hmm. We're gonna just have to like figure it out as we go. I think. Yeah, but the main thing is we're all gonna have to laugh at whatever everyone else says. And make it sound real genuine. So you want it to be a real a real laugh like this. <laughs> Can't you just um, do can laughter in post? I could. We only have the Wilhelm screams, though, queued up. Yeah. So we, we've only had, every time somebody says a joke, there's just that canned scream in the background. All right, Tom, cue it. <laughs> Thank you. See, so, you know, it's just like that. Okay. Yeah, that'll work. So every time you say a joke, it'll be the... The Wilhelm scream. I'll play one more time uh, for you. Yeah. All right. Wait, wait. Let me let me get one in there. Like, take my wife, please. <laughs> that one does get me every time. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I I do take my wife everywhere, but she finds her way home. <laughs> well, luckily, your wife's probably not gonna listen to this podcast, so you don't have to. No worry one about is anything, listening. Yeah? <laughs> I know that this isn't even a real. Are you show. kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> all right this is show. this we top the nine club of listeners on in skateboard have 10 people then <laughs> yeah. we have at least 12 yeah then they the, the name of their podcast the nine club that's just how many listeners they have per episode 
Oh, they've got a lot, but you, I don't think surpass nine. Like, well, with the three of us. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, I'm it not. So if we log off and then log back in, that's another listener, right? So right, I hope so. All right. My mom is definitely listening. What is she wearing? I'm guessing like a Patriots shirt. <sighs> Damn that Brady. I know. <laughs> I know the fucking goat, dude. The goat. Went to Florida. That's what Jersey does to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go to Florida to die. Well, that's good because Brady's friends with Trump, so he can fuck off and die in Florida. That's perfect. Yeah. So how do I work my way into the skate industry like you? I think you're already there. You've got a board company for nine years, which is nine years longer than most last. So that's impressive. I'm really proud of you. I didn't know that you were around that long. Thank you. So we've got something big for the 10 year anniversary. I mean, I reached out to you like in like 2012. So that's like eight years ago. Really? So I, it, I mean, you probably wrote the the first interview seven years ago. So I mean, it's pretty much almost ten years when you round up from seven. Anyway, time flies. Yeah, I uh, my son is going to be eleven on September eleventh. Never forget. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, uh, it has been quite a blur these eleven years. I would say like. I know people are bummed out about the 170,000 ish deaths, but like the real tragedy of this COVID is that my nine year old just turned nine and my 11 year old is turning 11. And I would, it's the perfect comedy storm of shared birthdays. And I was planning on getting, you know, a, a tower cake for each of them in the shape of a nine and 11. Perfect. And I was trying to, I have like made friends with, by which I mean followed on Instagram, uh, the guy that played Ted Stryker from Airplane. And I was going to try to hire him to come to my kid's birthday. And another, another my friend, my buddy Scotty Coates, who helped me start Skate Shop Day, is friends with the little kid that was back talking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the cockpit in Airplane. Where the guy asks if he ever seen a grown man naked. Yeah. You like movies about gladiators? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I was going to try and get them to come to the 9-11 birthday party and then have everybody dressed as like stewards and stewardesses. Flight attendants? Do we say say flight attendants now? I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call them lackeys. Yeah. And drink, drink bearers. Yeah. So we're going to take this uh, show on the road. Oh, are we I'm starting? To say. Yeah, we're starting. Yeah. Uh, but the first thing I want to say since we start, oh, and we're back. Okay, yeah, we're okay, back. The Thank first you. thing I want to say break. now that we've started is we are going to take this fancy lad show on the road, mm-hmm. as you suggested in mm-hmm. the past. And We need a big sponsor. Yeah, it's... Maybe Froyo. Who knows? Yeah, and it's going to be a uh, sort of... Uh, we're not going to skate. It's just going to be a sort of freak show sort of circus that we take on the road. Yeah. I love it. Where we, where we have different events. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom's going to have his own personal hot dog eating contest. Yeah. But do you have to feed me the hot dogs through a hole in a wall? Yeah. And I'm uh, not going to swallow them or chew them. No. I'm not going to tell you how to drive, but you should do your own traveling Olympics. With your own events that they should have had in the Olympics. Oh, you mean like like board gripping? Yeah, I always love the quote from the Gons where he's like, 
it would be cool to see just like how who's the fastest skateboarder right those are always fun like when like matt price and the arizona crew had like the radar gun and they were like Mm -hmm. clocking people like that's what we need in the olympics like that kind of stuff i would tune into i'd like to know who the fastest skateboarder is i mean that seems more like the dime glory challenge right no but like they're like making them do things at speeds i just want to see them go straight right who's the fastest who's the fastest who can get the most speed we're not joking around here folks right we have an answer to who's the fastest no i mean if you're looking for comedy you're not in the right place here at the fancy lad podcast no and i mean i'm sure our guest chris narocco can vouch for that yeah Yeah. because i haven't heard this guy laugh once i'm not a big laugher yeah (laughs) neither am i start at some point though if you i told you we're gonna start at 12 40 i told you we're gonna start once we say three two one and we're back on the fancy lad podcast oh my goodness that was such a good break we have a very special guest chris narocco skateboarding legend chris narocco hi chris the the guy the guy interviewed fucking oh wait hold on let me talk let me talk okay (laughs) just for one second all right all right you know what the guy interviewed Dio himself. Oh, boy. Yeah, the guy who replaced Ozzy Osbourne in Black Sabbath. Mm. I wasn't aware of that when I went into the interview. Really? Oh. See, legend. Yeah, I think that's what triggered him. I asked him what it was like working with Ozzy. Mm. <laughs> so that wasn't a joke. That was actually just your, your ignorance. That was just ignorance, yeah. Just didn't do the research. That's perfect. Yeah. You couldn't have written a better joke, though. I mean, how would you know? That would piss him off so much. I mean, we're talking to the guy who interviewed the greatest skateboarder of all time, Jub. I, I feel bad about the Jub interview. I love <laughs> I love Jub. Yeah, okay? Jub, uh, Jub I love number one. Jub. I, you're you're going to be hard-pressed to find someone listening to this that doesn't love Jub. It's true, Everybody, because there's three I, of us listening, and that's it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I love me some Jub. Melcher was another Chicago. They were both Chicago kids, right? Melcher was Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That makes sense. I I, definitely know Jub was, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. If you're saying Melcher is, I believe you. Melcher always strikes me as someone who's like, like maybe Irish, but like, if not, he's from like Cardiff or some shit, you know, Welsh trying to pass off as non-Welsh. Yeah. I could see that. I think it's just the scally cap. He wears the hat. Mm. Yeah. That'll do it. Let's get started though. Seriously. All right, so your your uh, your your show there, uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. How did you come up with that? And were you mad when Jerry Seinfeld stole the idea? Yes, and yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, it's um, funny because that show um, was on the internet, like on a random like car show website, and I had seen it. And the next day I was like, I need to rip that off because it makes more sense for skaters. And, and then years later it got onto Netflix and there was this darling kid that reached out and he's like, Hey man, I think Jerry Seinfeld ripped off your show. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's the nicest thing that anyone so has ever yeah. said. Hey, you know, it's much more enjoyable to watch skaters in cars than watch Jerry Seinfeld. Like, half interview a comedian as he's just telling them facts about a car that they clearly do not give a shit about. Yeah, I agree. Um, I picked this car because I thought maybe it was like you because of this. And they're like, yeah, man, I'm Kevin Hart. I don't give a shit about this car. Yeah, fuck that's true. 
Is that is that an is that an acceptable Kevin Hart uh, impression? By the way, I don't know who Kevin Hart is. Okay, that's good. It's true. And a follow up question: uh, I just didn't know. It was kind of weird that I didn't get any sort of email or anything asking any of the fancy lad riders to be on the show for skaters and cars. I don't. I don't email. I just. I just show up in the car, and you guys were never home. Fuck. Damn, that's a good point. Tom, I told you we should have been home at some point ever. I don't feel safe in the house during the daytime. I told you that. God damn it. Time What's and again. Fisk doing? Fisk? Oh, he's doing great. What's his latest uh, conspiracy theory that he's fighting against? Do you got one, Tom? Dude, honestly, I've, I've been on full block mode on that for like almost a decade at this point. <laughs> so, no, not really. I mean, I, I love Fisk, but. Is he still on the bike? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dude. Hard. Although, I mean, you're going to, the video when it comes out, you're going to love. Has he got some shit? Oh, he's got some shit. Oh, he's got some shit. He's got some shit. Strictly bike or on the board? No, no, no. No, I would say. Say 50-50. Yeah, say 50-50. Favorite favorite grind, 50-50. Yeah. That's an acceptable number. Yeah. But Um, it's all bangers. All bangers. Always. Always is. With that guy. Always is. Yeah, I can't think if he's got any, uh, any new conspiracy. Really not though, probably same old, same old. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I've, I've, I've had conversations with them over the last few months where I've just zoned out because I'm like, dude, this isn't. I the mean, time. honestly, <laughs> Matt's more of Matt's kind of a secret conspiracist. It's a yeah. He's all about. It's he keeps talking about the QAnon. You, you heard of them? I thought it was like some kind of sex thing. QAnon. Yeah, and I was right. like, these people can't spell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still don't even know about it. Matt just keeps talking about them. I think it's trending. Yeah, cons- definitely. I, conspiracy theories are are hot right now. Oh yeah, do you follow Gershon Mosley? Oh, all? also Jeremy Rogers. He's big on the uh, conspiracy. Oh really? I feel like yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, I I try to not get involved. It's all bad news out there. Yeah, it's like uh, there's just so many ridiculous theories. Um, I used to try to like get involved and 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 create disinformation um but now it's just like they're too good you know like i was talking about the onion and it's like the onion is fact now mm-hmm. it's like yeah fuck you know it's like on one hand it's like a comedy writer's dream you're like oh my god like all the jokes have come to life right but not good for business business being actual life just life, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a lie that tells the truth, but it became a truth? That's it. And I don't know who to believe. Damn. 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 Brady. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm ready to start anytime you are. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really into it, to be honest. Like, I thought, like, if we talked it through for a bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Eventually, you think, should we do this a different time then? Eventually, we'd pick up on. (laughs) I thought that we were going to hit on some common ground at some point. No, if like it really, I I hear you. Like I thought, like for sure, like these guys are going to ask me some questions at some point. I thought, you know, I thought interviewing you, I was like, Big Brother is like the closest thing to Fancy Lad. Like, I, you know, but in the chat, you're telling me I'm supposed to interview you, and I didn't come prepared. So, well, that's true. Wait, you didn't you didn't write down any questions for us? 
No, I didn't like I didn't I didn't even know where to start, really. Okay, obviously you've never listened to a fancy led podcast. Yeah, you could have started. I didn't with, know that you had a podcast, let okay, alone you you, the first question then could episodes. The first question could be, do you have a podcast? Is this a real podcast? Wait, start from the top. All right, from the top of the show, go. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. And we're back. Oh, yes, we are back. And that On was, the Fans Led Podcast. That was such a good break. We are back. Do you have any questions for us, special guest Chris Naraka? Also, by the way, this is a real podcast. <laughs> that was my one question. <laughs> oh, damn it. Wait, sorry. I didn't uh, by the way, first time caller, first time listener. <laughs> Just like all of our this is this podcast is a mini segment in the Joe Rogan podcast. So if you listen to the whole Joe Rogan podcast, you'll hear this. It's like how Zoom can send you into separate rooms. Yeah, exactly. Get kicked over to this. Yeah, (laughs) it's like it's the worst green room ever. This is purgatory. (laughs) (laughs) This is what purgatory feels like. Yeah, you did. We're about to start the show. For eternity. Yeah, yeah. You, this is your comeuppance for all that shit that you wrote for Big Brother. I all right? totally deserve it. So there is no podcast, is there? No. no. You don't have a, That's great. I love it. <laughs> this has all been one elaborate prank. Got my ass. Yep. Uh, that's good. That's good. Well. You think anyone would let us have a podcast? No. That's why I went along with it. <laughs> Because I knew this wasn't a real thing. I was like, listen, if you just want to catch up, like, call me. We can catch up. Like, that's like, I miss really? you, man. Like, I think you look great. I saw you that you moved out to the woods. Thank you. And then moved Thank home. You, um, and, like, I miss you, man. Like, every time I go to Boston, you're the first guy I reach out to. Um, you're wicked pisser. That's what the kids still say. Do you still say that's that? That's true. They still say that, yeah. especially with the hard R. But you know, every time you come here, I keep inviting you to our house, and it's like you're scared or something. Yeah, to I mean, this over. is as close as I'll ever get. I'm not gonna ever fucking do that. Yeah. Um, so LA is as close as you'll ever get. Yeah. <laughs> Even when you're back in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's good like, to know. If you just want to catch up for old times' sake, you didn't have to like. Zoom. You know what? That, that actually sounds nice, you know? Maybe I will sometime. And, you know, that would have been useful information to know before we put a fucking down payment on this goddamn studio. It's cost us 150 This is my life savings right here. Down payment. Well, we can make uh, the soundtrack to Fancy Lads. What is it? What number of video is it? Nine? Um, uh, no, no, no. Six. Yeah, six. You don't even know. You just worked. No, I just told you. We just told you. We had to count. <laughs> I had to count. <laughs> Give us a second, dude. Come on. <laughs> Fancy Lad 6. And were there other ones that didn't have numbers? They had names? Well, there's... I mean, everyone... They still count as a number. They still count as a number, but everyone... um, I mean, I only count the full lengths. So the fifth... And the the fifth video was called Fancy Lad 4. Yeah, the fifth video is called FL4. So this is the sixth video. Okay. And And that was actually a inspired bit by Dave Carney who was inspired by uh, Matthew Barney that Legs was working for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the famous artist. Because he fake, liked fake how his, he, he mentioned how his Cremaster cycle was, he, he put all of the, uh, the titles out of sequential order. So he came out with the second one, but it was actually the third one. Or he came out with the fourth one, but it was the first one. Oh, what is he doing? He's such a genius. It's riveting. Just like Rosie. So this is my next question. Why do you hate Dave Carney? Is it because you've been living in his shadow this entire time? 
he does. He does, he's lost a lot of weight. He doesn't block out the sun the way he used to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's 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 tough to love him with his new hip haircut. I liked it better with the long mop. Mm-hmm. You know, back when he was fighting, when he was on the scooter drinking a drinking a fifth of whiskey and fighting uh, rollerbladers at the skate park. I think that was like like apple juice. Yummy. Oh, that makes me really gassy. I don't know about you, but you know that's Frank um Dean Martin used to do that a lot with Frank Sinatra and Frank Sinatra used to get so angry. Frank Sinatra would drink whiskey and get all wasted and Dean Martin would just be, you know, super composed and uh it turns out that he was drinking apple juice the entire time just a little mm. cool. Uh, speaking of how you, the the New Jersey hatred for Bon Jovi, just to bring it all back around, Tony Fancelad's own Tony DeRosa just always he mentioned to me before how much of a cringy line he always thought it was in a Bon Jovi's song when he quotes, "Like Frankie said, I did it my way," just that he referred to him as Frankie, yeah, instead of Frank Sinatra. So I just want that to be a little fuel for your hatred. Was Tony, the skinhead bon that you brought to the house. No, that's, no, that's Cam. 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 Tony's Tony had the long black hair. He's okay, the, yeah. Qui- he's the he's quiet. quiet. One. Yeah, yeah. He's re- quiet and reserved. It's tough when when you're the new person with the en- ensemble cast to remember yeah. all of the team. You're like an well, orchestra. You know what, Naraka? Welcome to the crew. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of the team. I think you're gonna love the new video. Honestly, oh god, I can't wait to send it to you. So you'll edit this down to like a strong thirty seconds. Probably a tight five. Yeah, seconds, yeah. For tight sure. five seconds. It's probably just going to be me, me and Big saying we're back, and then honestly, I'm probably just going to cut out any of the shit you said. And then cue the canned laughter. Listen, oh, yeah. no one <laughs> For knows. For 50 minutes, yeah. Listen, okay, you might be our hero, but no one gives a shit or even knows who you are. I okay? don't believe that's that what anybody I'm, does. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, so none of this matters. And there's right? not even a real podcast. I mean, that's the main thing you should be taking away. Yeah, from this. exactly. This is all fake. Yeah. Yeah. And for I all like you that. listeners out but there. But they say fake it until you make it. Yeah. You're going to have like 5,000 fake episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that with orgasms for years, you know? My kid is sitting right here. <laughs> oh, you want to get him closer so I can explain this to him? <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> He's lonely. I meant I was using his voice. So, okay. So, all right. Well, let, you know what? I think we should wrap this up, honestly. Never started. You don't even want to start it? Well, we should start it right now and then wrap it up really quickly. Okay. One take the whole show. All right. You ready? All right. All right. Ready? Okay. Here we go. And we are back. Oh, we are back. And that was such a good break. I love Clown Cheese Brand Beer. Oh, Clown Cheese Brand Beer is my favorite beer in the world. And let me welcome our special guest, Chris Narocco. Oh, my God. Thank you, Chris, for being here. I'm, all right he just fucking waved he didn't even he didn't i even thought we were gonna do right, one, one more time from the top from the top i can do it right, right. right i'll get it right, right he's got it all one I, more time faith okay and right. we no, no, no you can't talk while i say that that's the okay, one rule okay. Right. go okay right. ready and we are back oh yes we are back in the fancy lab podcast oh yes and let me crack into this clown shoes brand beer real quick okay oh that was a really good clown shoes brand beer oh that was a little crispy l oh we have a special guest special guest Fucking skate legend, Chris Narocco. Chris, say something to let the people know that you're here. First time listener, first time caller. 
All right. And thanks for being on the episode. And I just want to wrap this up really quickly. Mm -hmm. And it was great talking to you. And I'm sure you have a million questions for us, but honestly, we don't have time to get to them. So, you know, we'll have to save them for next time. Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> hey, thank you for being here. Okay, bye, Chris. <laughs> All right. It was an honor and a privilege. <laughs> thank you so much, bro. <laughs> and you know what? Until next time. I guess we'll see the listeners later because we have cameras set up in all their homes. I shouldn't have told them that. Oh, shit. Fuck. All right. I'll cut that out. All right. All right. Later. Bye. Uh, yeah.